I just want to say this quickly that last week I did a message about uh, once appointed a man to die. You know, the scripture says it's once appointed for men to die. And uh, the Lord was just showing me things about that scripture. And because we look at it, you hear it at funerals a lot and we hear it, uh, you know, that everyone will die. You know, people say we all going to die. Amen. But yet when we see Jesus coming back, it said the dead in Christ will rise first. And then the ones who are here, well, they didn't die. They was here. But that's another message. I'm going to finish that message, saints, because I promised to finish that message. But God wanted me to do this message. <laughs> so, so I'm going to get back to that because I really enjoyed what he put into me about death. Amen. But today he wants me to talk about royalty. <laughs> so it's not my will. Amen. Today I will talk about royalty. Amen. Because that's who we are, right? We are a royal family, right? <laughs> Praise God. All right, let me show it to you in the scriptures. Turn quickly to 1 Peter chapter 2. We are royalty in the Lord. Everybody say amen to that. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, it says this. It says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. <laughs> Saints of God, first of all, I want you all to notice about this scripture. We are chosen. Amen. God chose us. We didn't choose him. <laughs> he chose us. We just said yes. Amen. We just said yes, Lord. We, I do. We will marry you. We're married to God. You all know that, right? I will submit to you, Lord. That's really what we did. Amen. But he chose us. Amen. But we married into royalty, saints. <laughs> we, we married into a holy nation. And we are some peculiar people. <laughs> you know what that means? We're unusual. Amen. We're odd. We're distinctive. We're different. Amen. <laughs> and we love to show forth praises to our God. Oh, we love doing that. And you know another way we show forth praises? We show others his goodness. Huh? That's how we show forth praises to him. We show him his goodness to others. Why? Because he took us out of darkness and what? Brought us into the marvelous light. He made us royalty. Yeah. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We love to see movies where an ordinary lady going through some tough times meets a knight in shiny armor, a king, and they fall in love and live happier ever after. Don't we like to see that? What was that woman? I mean, that movie, the woman really liked a pretty woman. That was it. Oh, man, when she fell in love with Richard Gere, he had all his wealth, and she was just an a escort. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but they fell in love, and then, um, did we love to see that? Well, that's our same story in Christ. We was all jacked up. Amen. <laughs> Messed up. And then we met Jesus. <laughs> the night in shiny armor. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the king. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. 
Oh, and we marry right into royalty. We're a royal family. And today, that's what I want to talk to you all about, royalty. Because we got to understand who we are and how it works. We don't really understand royalty in this country, unfortunately. Amen. But did you know this, saints? The Bible, plain and simple, is a book about royalty. That's what it's about. You have a king. Amen. You have a kingdom. And you have a royal family. Amen. amen. Which we adopted into. Everybody say amen to that. We're we really happy about that. <laughs> and then you have a government which has no end. <laughs> That's what the Bible is all about. Amen. amen. But I want to show you today what royalty looks like and how it works. So I'm going to give you this earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. Amen. But I got a question for you first because, you know, I always got questions. I'm always asking God a question. What now? How? What? I just want to know. Inquiry minds want to know. Here's the question for you all. Did you all see Elizabeth's, Queen Elizabeth's funeral? Did you all see that? <laughs> if you were watching TV that morning, you had to see it. You know why? Because <laughs> that's all you could see. <laughs> it interrupted every channel. Amen. I couldn't get my local news and weather. I'm trying to figure out what I'm aware. And all I saw was Queen Elizabeth on every channel. Amen. That's all that was being viewed was Queen's, the Queen's funeral. I'm just trying to show you something about royalty. I want to show you what it looked like. Amen. Because we didn't understand. What the, why don't they, why they interrupt all the channels for this? That's what, we, that's what I was saying. Oh, let me give you this revelation because God was pouring revelation out as I was sitting there watching it. I couldn't, I was, I was about to call Bishop. I was going to say, Bishop, are you watching this funeral? And but what is God saying? Because I know he's just pouring stuff out onto me. Amen. But I couldn't, I was fixed on it. And the Lord was just speaking so many things to me at that time. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Here's the revelation. When the Lord and Savior returns, that's all you're going to see. <laughs> Please hear me. I want to show you what royalty looks like. Amen. You can, that's all you're going to, it's going to interrupt everything. Please hear me. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's look at this. Let's look at it. Go to Revelation chapter 1. Revelation 1. I'm going to start reading to you all at verse 5. It says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. That's why we all here. He washed us. He cleaned us up, didn't he? <laughs> thank you for raising us from the dead, Lord Jesus. I'm saying all them dead works we was doing. He see, he raised us up out of that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord, for washing us with your own blood. You, Amen. Amen. Let's look at verse 6. And have made us kings and priests. Who are we? Kings. Royalty. Yeah. Amen. He made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Again, say amen. amen. See, the Bible confirms itself. 
We're royalty, kings. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. First Peter, it says, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Here in Revelation, it says, kings and priests. Amen. Look at verse 7. Here's the punchline right here. This is the one I want you to see. Behold, he cometh with clouds. And what? Every eye is going to see. I don't care what you're trying to watch. This is what you're going to see. <laughs> see, they, show, they showed us over there in Queen Elizabeth's country what royalty looked like. You ain't seeing nothing else. Amen. All the guys say, this is just a primo, son. This is just a primo. You watch this because I was going to turn it off. But he wanted me to see it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me read the punchline again. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, again, amen. amen. See, every eye is going to see this. This is royalty. <laughs> amen. The whole earth is going to see him and be wailing. Did you, did you all see them wailing? They was in the crowd. They was wailing when they brought that queen by. Oh, my God. They're going to see this and be wailing. This is what the scripture is saying, right? When the queen, king was go, queen was going past, I mean, they were wailing because of her. Let me show you something else the Lord showed me. It was so orderly. All those people lying in the street. It was a zillion field. Everywhere the people lying in the street. Did you see any disorder? Did they report any? Did anybody act up? No. The Lord said, it's a primo, son. I need you to look at this. <laughs> we didn't hear of any disorder. The people just were respectful. They were humbled. And that's what they're going to be, how they're going to be when our Lord and Savior returns to us. Amen. I just wanted to give you all that earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. When, I, when our Lord and Savior returns, I just want you all to see what it looked like. But let me share this with you right here, because the Lord showed me this about the queen. Queen Elizabeth II, 1926 to 2022. She was 96 years old. The queen was the commander in chief. She was over everything. <laughs> Did y'all hear me? She was over the government. She was over the military. She was over the nation. And she was over the church. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I'm trying to show you what royalty looks like. Amen. <laughs> how it operates. We married into a royal family of God. You have to know how it works. Amen. She was the head of state. <laughs> the head of nation. The head of the army. And the head of the church. <laughs> One person. How often do you see all those duties come under one person? We don't. We don't see every, one person over everything. Matter of fact, I thought it was a, a separation of church and state. Ain't that what they told us? That's what they told us, right? Oh, Lord. That's how we operate in these United States saints. In this system, in this government, it's a separation of church and state. Where did that come from? Amen. Why do you think that we push in this great country, the United States, throughout and throughout other parts of the world too, 
that your church and the state have to be separated. Why do you think that? Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. Because <laughs> the devil is a liar. Amen. Amen. <laughs> There's no separation of church and state. Not in the royal kingdom. Amen. And I'm going to show it to you real time in the scriptures. Amen. Amen. See, Satan's system is different, saints. He's a liar. A liar. He's a deceiver. And he's really good at it. Amen. <laughs> he's good at what he does. Satan doesn't want God in his system. See, Jesus called him the prince of this world. So he promotes a separation. Amen. It's a separation of church and state. See, Satan makes it appear that it benefits us. Huh? He makes it look like the separation gives us freedom to worship without government interfering with us. And that looks good to us. But it's just not true. See, again, he's a liar. He's a manipulator. He's a perverter of the truth. Amen. You all heard this saying. This is a street saying, but I know some of y'all know. It's the underlay for the overplay. Huh? Y'all heard that one? That's what it is. He makes it look like it benefits us, but really it benefits him. Amen. Just like he did with Eve in the garden. He ain't changed his stripes. He made it look like her eating the fruit would benefit her. You're going to be like God. God just don't want you to know. He don't want you to be that wise. He, don't, he made it look like it was going to benefit her. But really, it was benefiting him, giving him dominion over the earth, which belonged to us. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. It's the underlay for the overplay. <laughs> oh, you got to get that one, saying. <laughs> See, Satan doesn't want God in his government. Hear me. Amen. He doesn't want God in his schools. Okay. He doesn't want God in your home. Amen. Matter of fact, he don't even want God in you. Hear me. Amen. Satan wants it to be a separation. No God in none of his affairs. Oh, y'all got to get this. Now, let me show it to you in the scriptures that in the royal kingdom, the kingdom that's coming, See, this is not God's kingdom. Amen. He said, my kingdom come. It's coming, though. That's why we're going to have them better days she sung about. Huh? Because the kingdom of God is coming. Amen. My wife, my wife said, your latter days will be your better days. Why? Because the kingdom of God is coming. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me show it to you in the scriptures, those things. That in the royal kingdom... That kingdom is coming. God's kingdom is not separated. There's not a separation of church and state. I want to show you what royalty really looks like in the scriptures. Amen. Turn to Genesis chapter 14. We're going to get this in today, saints. Praise God. Genesis chapter 14 and look at verse 18 for me. It says, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. <laughs> Did y'all see it? Okay, y'all didn't see it. Okay, here we go. Melchizedek was a king, come on, and a priest. <laughs> he was a king and a priest. King represents 
government and the priests. Okay, I want to show it to you. <laughs> all right, let's cut through the chase. You all will go to Hebrews chapter 7 for me. We're going to cut through the chase right now. I want to show this to you at a high level, like the Lord showed it to me. Much greater level than that. Hebrews 7, look at verse 1. It says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, the Bible is confirming itself right now, right? You see how the Bible just confirms its own self? Amen. Who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. This, this king, this Melchizedek boy is something else. When the Lord showed me this here. You know what? It says he was the king of Salem. You know what Salem means in the Hebrew? Peace. But guess what else it means? Jerusalem. So this Melchizedek was the king of peace and the king Jerusalem. Who are we talking about? Who? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Melchizedek. <laughs> said Jesus to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all first being by interpretation king of righteousness listen to this now and after that also king of Salem which is king of peace Ooh, it do sound like Jesus king of righteousness king of peace king of Salem which is Jerusalem oh y'all better catch this right here oh thank you Jesus did y'all see that, that Abraham gave this king a tenth we in, the new, we in the New Testament. You do know that, right? Yeah. Huh? They say, well, no, tithing is for the, under the law. It is. But it's just a powerful principle. God's still going to go with it. Like, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Powerful principle. Oh, well, it's not in the New Testament. There it is. Abraham gave a tenth part of all to the spoils he just had when he had that great victory and saw this king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, about, look what else about this king. Look at verse 3. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abideth a priest continually. Amen. That king Melchizedek was made like unto the Son of God. Is that what we just read? Amen. How? His priesthood was universal. It was royal. It was righteous. It was peaceful. And it never ended. Wow. Lord have mercy. Now consider how great this man was. Unto him, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. Who said tithing was not under the New Testament? This is the New Testament. I'm in Hebrews. But this message is not about tithing. Don't y'all worry about it. This ain't the, the tithing message. This is about church and state, I'm trying to show you. Amen. It's about royalty. Who you all are. <laughs> Amen. How the kingdom of God works. That's what I'm talking about today. Amen. So let's get off that. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 7. Let's go down to verse 15. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says, and it is yet far more evidence for that after the similitude of Melchizedek, there ariseth another priest. <laughs> it says right at, at, similar to how Melchizedek is, another priest is going to arise. Amen. 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 
<laughs> What's the similitude of Melchizedek? Anyway. Another priest is coming similar to Melchizedek. <laughs> but what's the similitude of Melchizedek? He was a king. That, the one that's coming, it's going to be like that. Right at the similitude of Melchizedek. Amen? <laughs> Look at verse 16. It says, who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life. <laughs> Who is this king? What king was made after the power of an endless life? The king is Christ. It's Jesus. Amen. <laughs> made after the power of an endless life. That was confirmed in Revelation 1 and 18. I'm going to read that to you real quick. Revelation 1 and 18 says, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. <laughs> and the keys of hell and death. Oh, that's Jesus. We can't mistake that one, can we? <laughs> he said, I was dead, now I live forever. Amen. <laughs> Verse 17, it says, For he testifieth, thou, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. <laughs> the Lord testified himself. Huh? He's a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. When did he do that? Where? Okay, I'm going to show it to you. Turn to Psalms 110. <laughs> Psalms 110 and verse 4. See, this is the oath right here. Psalms 110 and verse 4 says, The Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever. How? After the order of Melchizedek. The Lord said it himself. I'm telling you, and I'm not going to repent for telling you this. Oh, Lord have mercy. Our God is something else, isn't he? He is something else. All right, back to Hebrews chapter 7. Look at verse 18. For there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. <laughs> this is really saying the law came first and it was evident that it was weak. It could not save man. Why? Because we couldn't keep it. No one could be saved by keeping the law. Say amen to that. Now you can get all that guilt off you. Nobody. <laughs> amen. <laughs> That's what the scripture is saying. <laughs> Look at verse 19. For the law made what? Nothing, Nothing perfect. Nothing. People still trying to do this law thinking it's going to make them perfect. Just do what God tell you to do. Amen. <laughs> Be obedient. No, I want to do this great sacrifice for God. You know, if we just sacrifice and do this sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Just do what God tell you to do. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> hallelujah Lord for the law made nothing perfect but the bringing in of a better hope did by the which we draw nigh unto God again saints the law could not make us perfect we couldn't keep it that's why Jesus was calling all them Pharisees hypocrites y'all hypocrites y'all putting this law on somebody that y'all can't even do 
Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Now we have a better hope being made kings and priests in Christ. Say amen to that. We're royalty. Amen. We can draw near unto God. That's what this scripture is saying. Amen. We have a better hope. Look at verse 20. And in as much as not without an oath, he was made priest. <laughs> See, Jesus wasn't made priest without an oath. Some of those Levitical priests, they were just made priests. But Jesus had an oath, and I read it to you in, in the Psalms. Amen. I showed you the oath. The mother priest, they didn't have no oath to make them priests. But Jesus did. And he said he's not going to repent for it either. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 21. We're going to end it with this one right here. For those priests were made without an oath. The ones I just talked about. But this with an oath by him that said unto him, the Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art in priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. That was the oath made by God in Psalms 110 and 4. And the question is, what's the order of Melchizedek? And we know he was a king and a priest. Amen. Amen. Jesus is coming back just like that. He's returning after the order of Melchizedek. See, God, he lets us see everything. We just got to see it when he show it to us. See, a king is representing government and a priest is representing the church. And there is no separation. Amen. See, in this new kingdom system, let me just give you this real quick. You're not going to be voting. Oh, we're going to see in this, in this what are we, Republican we in right now? Majority wins. Oh, we'll vote and put this one in. You ain't voting putting Jesus in. He's going to be the king, period. Amen. There is no voting in this next kingdom that's coming. It's going to be a dictatorship. And Jesus is going to be the dictator. Period. You're not voting. Amen. Oh. There's, no, there's not going to be a separation of church and state. He's going to be head of the government. He's going to be head of the church. And everything else. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's coming after the order of Melchizedek. Here's the powerful revelation I want to give you all. Mel Melchizedek was a king and a priest. Jesus is the king of kings and the great high priest. That's who he is. That's how he's coming. Amen. And every eye is going to see it. Every eyes go, y'all, I don't care. Y'all can turn the channel if you want. I don't know, but with everybody, the scripture said, everybody's going to see it, and some going to be wailing. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank God for government. Thank God for royalty. Thank God for his word today so we can know the truth. There's no separation of church and state. The devil just doesn't want God in his business. But he makes it look like it's to our advantage. See, when it, see, if the devil can take God out of his business, then he can make laws like he made. Ain't no God in, well, man can marry man and woman can marry woman. What you going to do? Huh, God is not in it. He's not following God's law. <laughs> so he took God, so he separates them. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, Jefferson and all, they had it right. 
they knew, hey, we better make these laws based on these constitutions. We better make this based on some godly principles. But today, not so. Amen. 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 Let, me, let me give you this real quick that my wife showed me. It was the quarter, 25 cent. I meant to bring a couple of those. 25 cent has uh, the Washington's picture on it. And right in front of his mouth, it says, in God we trust. Amen. Amen. But look at the quarter for 2022. That's no longer in front of his mouth. It's behind him. <laughs> Amen. We're not trusting, excuse me, they're not trusting God anymore. Amen. That doesn't take precedence. Say, well, no, Pastor, you ain't right. Well, then why did they make a law like that? It wasn't based on God. God was clear what he wanted. <laughs> he he, he gave, gave us a clear-cut path on how he wants us to live. Amen. Huh? But you talk about him like I'm doing right now. See what happened. Uh, you talk about him and see what happened. Amen. You broke the law. You didn't break God's law, though. Uh, but you broke this law that man made because it's a separation of church and state. That's what we think. Huh? So the, the laws are not based on God anymore. That's why they can say no more prayer in school. Where'd they get that from? And we see this mess they done made. Huh? Oh, thank you, Jesus. There's no separation of church and state, saints of God. Everybody say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus.